In the book of Acts, we hear of a strange response to a particular story. Two apostles, Paul and Barnabas, are on a missionary trip and come to a town in Midwest Turkey, and they start preaching the gospel to the local Jews, and they are absolutely loving it. Word gets out about these people that have come to town, and they're, they're sharing these amazing things about God. And a week later, we see that nearly the whole town comes out to hear Paul and Barnabas. Well, the local Jews weren't keen that this message was being preached to Jew and non-Jew alike. And they wanted it just being kept within themselves to such an extent that they actually incited the leading people of the area to persecute them and drive them out of the community. So they shake off the dust from their feet and go off to another town. Not the happiest or most successful end to a story. But then we read this. It says, and the disciples were continually filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. Seems to be a contradictory reaction to what has happened. So why are these disciples filled with joy? Well, one clue comes from the words that immediately follow. They were filled with the Holy Spirit too. And in Paul's letter to the church in Galatia, he says that the outcome of people that are filled with the Spirit is that they will be fruity, and that this fruit looks like a life filled with joy. But what is this joy? Is it the same joy that I get when I eat pizza, when I open Christmas presents, when my football team win, or, or when I got married, or my children were born? And how does joy work in a world marked by humanity's selfishness? A world in which death, loss, and suffering are realities that we face today. But biblical faith offers a unique perspective on joy. In the letter to the Hebrews, the author calls the church to perseverance and staying strong in their faith amidst persecution and uses Jesus as the prime example. The author encourages us to set our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who, for the joy set before him, endured the cross. Biblical joy, then, is not some feeling that passes with our situation. Rather, it's an attitude God's people adopt because of their hope in God's love and promise. You see, when you truly believe that Jesus' love has overcome death itself, that his love has triumphed over our failures, and that we are invited into God's kingdom with purpose and value, joy becomes reasonable in the darkest of circumstances. That doesn't mean that we shut down all other emotion. That's not healthy. But as we acknowledge our pain, we make a choice to trust Jesus and that what he achieved on the cross would be the final word. And what's more, the fruit is not just for us to consume, but offers a seed to sow. And when we, filled with joy and the Holy Spirit, go into the world, it's a sign that Jesus' presence is with us. And together, you can inspire hope in the middle of hardship. Christian joy is a profound decision of faith and hope in the power of Jesus' own life and love. So, as the Apostle Paul writes to the church in Rome, we pray that the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope.